Welcome to Talking Social Studies. You're listening to a mini-episode, number 54, Big Paper for April 13th, 2022. I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Violiner. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Men will still say, this this is the podcast where we talk about social studies and education. Here you'll find conversations about strategies, resources, ideas, and more, all designed to help today's social studies teachers impact their students. So we're doing things a little bit different today. Scott, Amy, Chris Hitch, and I all value the conversations we have together, but trying to get the four of us together across three different time zones can be a very difficult thing to do. So in order to make sure that our the Talking Social Studies feed doesn't go completely dry, we're going to try something a little bit different. And uh, so that we're going to do a short episode, but an episode that is going to give you something that you can use in your classroom this week. A few weeks back, my eighth graders and I began our unit on American imperialism. And this is a tough topic for eighth graders to handle. And what makes it even tougher is our curriculum map is stacked with primary source speeches and documents. It's, it's a lot. And I needed an entry point for them. As a way to kick off this unit, I used a technique that I only recently heard about called Big Paper. Um, big Paper is a way to get everyone involved in the discussion. In the class that I was most concerned about, I, uh, it's a co-talk class. And half of it is made up of kids who are in our honors English class. Uh, there's a handful of kids who are in regular English class. And the remainder of our students are EL students um, who have varying degrees of knowledge of English. Uh, but big paper ended up actually being a big equalizer for me. In order to help my students understand anything about imperialism and isolation, I took uh, three political cartoons about expansionism and isolationism from the late 1800s. I also took a few lines from Washington's farewell address, where he warns us against uh, foreign alliances, and a few different sections of text from the Monroe Doctrine. Along with a text or a cartoon, I put a question or two that I wanted the students to answer. That text and prompt or cartoon got taped uh, to the middle of my big paper, which was just a a big piece of chart paper. I broke my class into six different groups. Um, The person whose birthday comes next was the first writer and got the marker first. Then they had to figure out a rotation of who was going to go second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, etc. Um, and then it was silent. No talking was allowed at all. They had four minutes at each big paper station to write their response to whatever the prompt was. They had to silently discuss as a group how they wanted to answer the prompt. And so I gave them all a piece of scrap paper to write on. Um, and I was going to use whiteboards, but then I realized that They'll just keep on erasing their whiteboards. Whereas if they have a piece of paper, it was really easy for my co-teacher and I to be able to walk around the room and figure out which kids were actually being involved in the discussion because their paper was full of of comments and text and and things like that. And which students uh, needed a little bit of pushing to get involved because their paper was essentially blank. Um, In the end, every student got involved in some way, shape, or form. Every student wrote something on one of the big papers. Every student had at least somewhat of an idea of what imperialism and isolationism really was about. And I found out that it was a real success because the next day when we came back together, my co-teacher, like he was, he, he's there to work with the EL students and 
he really wanted to make sure they had gotten it. So he kept on calling on them over and over and over again. And they kept on coming up with more and more things that they had seen in the cartoons, things that they had uh, remembered from the text, key words that they had seen in there. And it showed that students at all levels, from the honors kids to the kids who barely speak you know, more than conversational English, were able to get something out of this activity. So to wrap it all up, Big Paper is great. It required a little bit of planning and patience, um, but it was a great way to get students engaged in the discussion and for more voices to be heard. Well, I mean, silently heard. We'll be back in your feed soon, either with another mini episode of the whole group talking it up uh, or another mini episode. If you have any ideas that you want to share or questions or connections, you can hit me up on Twitter at chaperonin75, that's C-H-E-F-F-E-R-N-A-N-75, or the whole Talking Socialize crew at TalkinNS, that's T-A-L-K-I-N-S-S. Until next time, be good and stay out of trouble, unless that trouble is John Lewis's good trouble. <laughs>